Welcome to Kirby's Disc Golf World, the unfiltered, uncensored disc golf podcast where on the course conversations are brought to your ears. Your host, the Messiah we'd love to admire, Disc Golf Jesus, the one with all the holes in his game, Swiss cheese, and finally, the not so young anymore, JK Disc Golf. Fellas, how's the plastic been flying? Oh, welcome to episode. 104 of Kirby's Disc Golf World. Unfortunately, as you could probably tell, uh, I'm a little bit sick right now. Hard to speak. So I'm going to be taking a little bit of a backseat role on this podcast. I have a little bit of places where I want to interject. However, this is going to be a Swiss and Jesus dominated episode. So JK yeah. got that dog in him, though. He's still here. He's still <laughs> here. I don't know how many times this motherfucker's pissed. Uh, the fucking all right, man. That was like a slew of like 12 swears. <laughs> oh, yeah. The first 30 oh, seconds. No, 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 we're good. We're good because the intro is 30 seconds. Because then, because you're not supposed to spend the first 30 seconds and you're good. Okay. Even better. Even better. Don't worry. My, my YouTube friends told me about it. We're good. <laughs> sure. <laughs> nice. Talk all the time. So, what we got on the docket? Anybody's got anything? Oh, yeah, we got something. We all went to a putting league, and Swiss cheese sucked ass. Nice. Like it, like, like I actually looked at the scores. Swiss, oh man, I don't have my fucking phone by me. I was gonna look at the scores again. Swiss, you don't realize like how bad you threw. <laughs> Like, like you're rubbing it in, like not even like kind of nice. It's just no, like no, no, like like I threw bad, but like I didn't like like I because I I feel the same way of how bad I threw and he threw worse than I did. Okay, like all right, here was like we're making threes. Yeah, so the final scores was Swiss at eighteen, Jesus at twenty six, and me at thirty six. Out of I forgot how many it was seventy five. 75 fucking I didn't make like one. I didn't make like one third of the fucking shots. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And none of them are that hard. Like they were, but like they still like presented challenges at all times. And like, how many do you think like you would you say spit out or should have kind of actually stuck? I don't know. No man, not terrible. Oh man, I was. I disagree. Oh, man, maybe we were good. okay. Maybe for Swiss, but like, there's times you're hitting the back wall. Like, hey man, what? How much money did each of you win? I don't. Yeah, so five dollars. Five dollars. I made five dollars. Oh, okay. Let's do yeah. I love how like you guys are massaging your egos to make yourselves feel better because yeah. you guys sucked ass. Or it's like, oh, I must. Yeah. I, I lost my one. Hey, Kate didn't really win money. He was like the guy just felt bad. Yeah, the guy yeah. felt bad that he tied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the top two people tied, and then. JK was hot, bro. That. Yeah, so, I'm just saying. But yeah. oh man, yeah, fucking. I and, and to do the gym, like the gym and the bar are two different fucking beasts. I, we should break it down for everyone, like what the differences was. Sure. Like, Go ahead, somebody. The, this this gym's a little too small for five fucking holes. First of all, like I was yeah. like it's right on top of each other, but. And they're just straight at it. They they I wouldn't like necessarily call it like a gym either. It was like a like a rack. It was it, it was I an mean, archery room. Yeah. That's what it was. That's yeah. what that, that's what the room was. It's an archery yeah, room. Which a, I'm like it could have made for a good like wrestling. That's room what too. that's why I thought yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it could have made for a good wrestling no, room. No, ceilings are too high. Oh, that's true too. Ce- ceilings okay. were too high for it to be a wrestling yeah. room. Um but yeah, I I I'm like so it's just this big square square room, five pins. At various things. Yeah, the first one you had like a 15 footer at a really bad basket. Then you moved to like a 40 footer, maybe. At at the thin dynamic basket, right? The thin basket, yeah. Oh, no, that was a normal one. And then it was like a 25 footer at a marksman basket. And then you had like another first, like a little trick one where they had like a a table set up where you had to like go over the table into the basket. The top two. Top two inches of the pin, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Like that, like I want more of those. Those those holes are where it's fat. That that makes it fun. And then finally, you ended on like just a normal like thirty-five footer. Yeah. So like you said, you enjoy like the more like setup trick style of like courses. 
styling. So do you enjoy the gym rather than the bar? No, because the bar is most, there's movement. Okay, yeah, cool. It's more, and it's like it's I less stagnant. Yeah, like this is just man. You put me in a line for anything, I'll fucking get bored. Yeah, yeah. even if it is the disc golf. Yep. Like you put me in a line in anything, I'm gonna like I'm gonna lose interest. Yeah, like, mm. and then, yeah, it's just do do do. Yeah, like and it, with the bar, you're moving all all around. Yeah, so. yeah, I do agree with that. Um, I don't know if you saw. Uh, are you in the floppy disc golf Facebook group or no? No, I don't think so. Okay, so they did the, the VFW. They did it was complete trick styled out. They had it like. I could probably show you a video, but it was like they were setting tables up. They had like roller ones. We had to roll up a table in the basket. And they Every had... time we miss that one, they do something fucking cool. Everyone, everyone we don't go to, they're like, oh, man, we had, she had to throw through this donut for one of the holes. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, we don't go to those ones, but they fucking, the ones we go to. Yeah. Like, I was happy with them. Like, man, putting these just don't interest me, man. I don't know. Maybe it was just the room. I don't I will say the bar was better. Swiss, do you think if you made more putts, you would enjoy it more? No. I don't think it has anything to do with my putting game. Okay. I I just don't like the idea of competition in disc golf for me. I know. Like tournaments I don't get into, any of that. You know what I mean? I don't get into tournaments, but, like, there's just something, like, because I don't, like, I'm not necessarily trying to, like, beat anybody else. Like, I have a goal of how many putts I know I want to make every time, and I just, like, try to beat that. I don't think I only got it one time, so, like, to me, yeah, it's like, I, I don't have that. I don't have the goal. I, I just want to. I just want to make. I just go and throw. Yeah, I just. Like I, I just want to go make putts. And if oh, I'm yeah, doing well, like, I'd rather be it, doing well than than poorly. And I've done yeah. poorly, but I I just go to make putts. And like but say, the same time, it's like how many times have you ever done field work? Both of you two. Neither. Never. Right, and I like, I'm someone who like yeah. I try yeah. to like do that. To like get better, and this is like a way where I I hate practice putting. I hate going and like going into my backyard and practice putting. I think it's like the worst thing. And this is like the only opportunity where I feel like I can practice my putt in situations too, where like in tournaments I feel nervous because I'm around other people and I feel like I have to meet an expectation. I'm not ever around that. Now I'm putting myself in front of people on a weekly basis, where like all that whole pressure is just gone for me now. Y'all playing indoors. I think the only yeah. fucking like field work I've ever done. Is the fucking disc picks that we used to yeah. do back in the day? Yeah. Where we fucking, I was always yeah. like, I went to a field and threw. Yeah. I don't mind practice putting. I can, I can putt for a while. I get I bored. Even, I even when I do it in the studio, how many times do I actually practice putt? How many different forms am I like just doing or like I'm turbo oh, putting or like, yeah. like I don't practice putt? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're not putting. You're, you're, you're not practice putting. You're, your fucking mini putting. But I also yeah. think that's kind of like I, I will say like practice putting is a lot better when you can like go full circle and like change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you of, ever be like the person that gets the disc dot or gets like the putt confidently like circle bulls up? You're not that guy. Uh, that guy. I've contemplated getting the fucking putt, the putt comp. Like, yeah, like where you throw it in the circle. Yeah, the one, the one. Yeah. Like I contemplated fucking when they were. I've I've seen them since they were on. Uh, What's that fucking bullshit thing where you build up your, build up a brand and they, where you get funded money? I don't know. One of those bullshit. Shark Tank. No. Oh, um, I yes. think, yeah. Whatever you yeah. say, it's correct. Um, I saw <laughs> when it was on there, and I was, I always thought about donating money. Like I wanted, because in my head, I'm like, what's the lowest amount I can donate to get a one? Yeah. To get one. Because I don't want to spend fucking whatever the most like to buy one. I wanted the lowest money, but. And I can. Uh, I, Are you talking I, Kickstarter? Yes, thank you. That's what I was <laughs> it was. It was on Kickstarter, and I was like, uh, so I was gonna donate. But I think that's really cool. Like, and I think that would be a good one for. That's good to add to a putting league. Like, that's that's part of the reason. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I don't know if you noticed, but on the last or the first one we started, there was a disc dot on it. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Oh, I didn't notice this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so no, I wouldn't do the disc dots. The only way I would do yeah. this dot if I buy Gavin Rathbun's disc dot and support him. That's probably the only way. But fuck, they, those are lame. But I, I honestly thought about getting that accuracy thing because it'll be just for a fun little ad. Uh, that never crossed my mind. 
Yeah, yeah man, so, I did bad. I'm, I'm glad you guys had your kicks of it when you guys were both just as bad. Okay, but I think at the same time, we I know at least like when we go on the disc golf course, we're actually playing. You're going to be a better part of me. That's just going to happen. So I got to get like my shots in now. Not according to Reed. Reed's the best putter now, Kurt, uh, out yep. of all of us. So. That's just not true. Yeah, really. guys. Uh, you know I, what I mean? Uh, he really is. I don't know if there's going to be a putting league this week, so maybe we'll go back and do something. I don't know. They talked about having actual leagues back up because it's like 40 degrees in Wisconsin, even though there's like still hella snow on the ground. They still want to go out and play. And that transitions perfectly into a conversation that I want to have to maybe not only for you guys, but for every listener out there who has never played disc golf in the snow. If you're from the Midwest, I'm sure a lot of you have snow right now, and you may not be going out and playing grounds. I just went to go play around. I don't know. I would say about like two feet of snow. It might be a lot. I don't really know how to measure that. Never know if I'm in or out of the circle. That's all right. Definitely not two feet of snow. <laughs> right? no. No. <laughs> it's not even like you. I think it, max six to eight inches. That's right. That's Yeah. No. Wait, like you're definitely right. But it's like enough to where it's like sort of kind of annoying. But I think like the best parts. I don't know how to measure that. But <laughs> it's like two feet. I don't know how to measure that. <laughs> oh man, that was so terrible. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever, it's fine. I think the best part. Wild. <laughs> All right, I want to go. Editor Drew, post production. Boom. Put put you measuring the fucking. Put you measuring snow. the fucking uh, snow right now on the screen. Boom, right there. If we yeah, converted it to meters, would you know better how much snow there was? Like, no, there, there was enough where it wasn't going over. If I stood in it, my feet were surrounded, and that's, that's how, whatever. Okay. So I wanted to go play around today, and I was thinking, like, why, like, do people not want to go out for snow rounds? And to me, it doesn't make sense because I feel like all the negatives are really avoidable. You know there's going to be snow, so if you prepare for have boots, have shoes, you know where you're not going to get your food wet. That whole point, part is like, in void. And I like to also clarify, I, I do certain winter, winter rounds. I either play when it's cold and there's no snow, or when there's snow and it's not cold out. So today it was 40 degrees out in Wisconsin and there was still snow, so I'm not freezing. So I feel like all of those negatives, you can just avoid. I'm not a ribbon guy, but whatever, I can just, like, see where my disc goes and go to that. Don't play blind courses, stuff like that. There's like easy things to like make your round more enjoyable, as well as I go into majority of my winter rounds knowing I'm not going to play as good as disc golf as I normally would. So score doesn't matter to me. I never, I don't even know what I shot today. However, there's a little bit of parts of winter disc golf where I think that make it a little bit more fun. One, ace runs way easier because there's no skip. I can just land right next to the basket or whatever. A little bit farther, and it's just going to land there. So I'm going to get a lot more birdies where they would really just be skipping away from the course. As well as I'm having a lot more different lines. Today I really noticed there were a lot of holes where I really relied on getting a skip up to the basket. I couldn't really do anymore. So I was working on different shots and different discs and how to approach the hole. Which goes into a, like, a little bit of another thing I was trying to do is I got reps with different shots. I've been, I played this entire round only with a fan grip. I didn't because I was trying to get reps in before I go and actually play in the summertime where I don't have to start from, like, point zero, which I had, like, a, a buddy of mine who I've been, like, quote-unquote coaching, like, recently because he wants to, like, get better. So I've been, like, telling him, like, I, he doesn't even do a run-up right now. He's been completely standstill. So we've been working, like, the complete upper body. So I'm telling him, like, there's no reason to work on bad footwork in the snow right now, so let's just get your top work completely dialed in so when we focus on that and, like, the coming up, you're already so advanced in the top work. So I think there's just, like, so much, like, other reasons than just, like, you're going to play shitty disc golf in the winter to, like, rethink not going out in the winter time. Fair. And he might not be a ribbon guy, but you want to know when you need a ribbon? When there's two feet of snow. And you're, you're also, it's also snow, so it's all back now. So, so your disc isn't getting buried in the snow. Like yeah. it's, it, it, it's ice, it's been snowing, and it was cold for a long time. Yeah, so and then you, it melted, and then, it's yeah. re, then it re-gets iced up at night. Yeah, so you, That's good times disc golf. Like, yeah, because it's like melty, then refrozen. Yeah. If you're playing the fluffy shit where your disc yeah. actually gets buried, then no. you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I went with I hate throwing. I throw. I hate throwing disc golf in boots. Like I wore bands today, but that was not a good decision. Yeah. I, I hate throwing disc golf in shoes. So yeah. fuck, fuck boots. Yeah, I can't really help you there. 
Um, but the other thing, funny thing about like the round though was, I the course that I go to is on college campus. Not a whole lot of people were really dedicated to going to disc golf in snow right now. However, there was one person that did, and I could basically know exactly what they did because I could just see like where their feet prints went and where I was like, all right, you definitely stop there to throw there. So I think within plus or minus three strokes, I think they shot minus four. That is what I came up with. I don't know, but plus or minus three strokes. That's that's what I'm going with. Nice. That's <laughs> you want to know the best. Part I will of that? say. Also, oh, I'm sorry. Also, on Jay's little like try winter disc golf. I would say you go to the smaller courses in winter too, so you yeah. can go to courses that you don't normally try. Those easy ones you neglect, yeah. perfect now. You don't want to go to like the bombers where you're trudging through snow. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think that's also important. But, I got a small course we can go play Swiss if you want to go play a small course. I don't like boots. I know. <laughs> and then, I, yeah, and I guarantee you nobody's playing that fucking course. Which course are you? Oh, you're going. We're going to the fucking church course. Uh, that fucking. Oh, he wants I'm someone sure to go play it so bad. I'm sure it's better than the other one. That we went to. I can't think of the name. Yeah. So, but eh, whatever. All right. I think with all that being said, we can move on to a new segment on the podcast. This is Let's Get Branded, where the fellas take a disc golf company and find its best counterpart in the category provided, be it soda or friends character. Let's see who's getting branded this week. Brilliant. So this is like branded. It's the first time doing it, so I'm going to explain it again. We're just going to take disc. This is disc golf brand related. Uh, we haven't done one with disc golf brands, so we're finding disc golf brand to whatever category. This week it's soda. Next week it might be friends. We'll find what soda brand fits what disc golf brand. Let's jump into it. Coca Cola. It's we've. This is the king of the sodas. It's been referred to as soda, as cola, as Coke. We refer to soda as Coke. We refer to as disc golf as Anova. Of course, top soda, top disc golf brand. Yeah, Anova. easy dead deal, yeah. right? That's like that's like a layup. Yep. All right, moving on. We got Pepsi. Um, not only to be not only because they're the second major brand in disc golf, but Truly, it might be better than the original, but no one gives a fuck. Discraft. Yeah, it's number two. It's always going to be there. Back. Dr. Pepper. Pretentious. It's the only Dr. Soda. And when you look at the lower groups, you're going to see it. Um... The people that love this soda are fucking right there with it. The people that hate this soda can't despise it. And it's the most different soda out there. What's the most different brand out there? They got the gyro. Dr. Pepper has 23rd favors. MVP. Dr. Pepper. Even look at the fucking logos. They look identical, guys. Just fits so fucking well. (laughs) We're going to get into the Pepsi Max. It's the... Soda that everyone sees, but no one dares ever try it. We are going with drum roll, DGA. Only the old people throw it. Yeah, only or the old, old heads, I should say. The old heads drink yeah. it. Old, the old, it's heads, old heads drink it. Yeah, it, it's more healthy than diet doctor uh, diet coke. Uh, Next, all right. This is the new hip Mountain Dew Baja Blast. All the kids love it. They're, they're really young and up-and-coming team, up-and-coming brand, Discmania. And it's actually really trash. Anybody that likes Baja Blast is a fucking idiot and probably is like 13. Anybody that likes Discmania, probably 13. Yeah. Reads a big code red drinker. <laughs> no, Whiteout. Whiteout's the best Mountain Dew flavor ever. I don't even drink soda anymore, but Whiteout, woo! Uh, we're moving on to dad's old-fashioned root beer every boomer's favorite but decent enough for everyone to still pull it out every once in a while on a special occasion we're going with dynamic discs Ooh. everyone's got like a random dynamic disc yeah right? even if it's a judge even like like they're drinking out of a frosty mug it's yeah. fucking it's 
A certain type of person throws fucking dynamic. Nah, man. Anybody who's drinking dad's root beer, it's definitely out of two liter bottles and two liter bottles only, bro. No other way is anybody drinking it but that. We got Fango, ICP's brand. And you know what ICP throws? No? No, I don't know. I don't know. They throw West Side. Dirty fucking brand, dirty fucking juggalos. That's what Westside is. That's what Fago is. That's what they are. <laughs> nice. Um, we're going with the starry. This soda is everywhere currently and is all the talk around the buzz. Um, and it only fits that this golf's version of that right now is Lone Stars. But the real problem is, in reality, it's just going to be a giant let a letdown. It didn't change. Oh, it's we never changed. But it is Lone Star. It is Lone Star. Yes. All right. I wanted to do Volt, but Volt's retired and it's gone. You can still get Surge, and it's fucking crazy out there. It's no nobody really drinks it, but when you see it, you're like, like you want to know what? There's something about that that I like, and it's probably the putters because they're gateway. Nice. I I, I <laughs> like that. That's another brand that just fits well, like the like Gateway uh, and fucking Surge. It just fits together so well. I don't know if everyone will get the Surge reference, but yeah, it definitely yeah, but, makes sense with people, for said, the people I, that know Surge. Yes, but that's why I said Bolt. All right, we got, I got Schweppes, um, standard club soda. The soda that is bland and flavorless provides little to no joy whatsoever, except in a pinch when you're rooting for somebody you don't like. We have Prodigy. I mean, look at the fucking names of their discs. M, M4, <laughs> F7. Yeah, yeah they're, they're branded fucking stand, fucking. Least original. Yeah. You're throwing them because you have an upset tummy. But you want to know what gives me an upset tummy? RC. The crap of sodas. The absolute garbage. Like, this gives me the worst bile fucking burps in the world. <laughs> terrible fucking soda. Terrible fucking brand. But you can drink it in a pinch. This one, you can find it at your local bodegas. Lightning disc. <laughs> <laughs> you can find them both You're, at the bodegas right next to each other. RC Cola was like my like yeah, elementary was, school sleepover fucking Yes, drink. it was because like, yes, yeah. it was really cheap and cheap. when you were young, it was fucking good. Just like Lightning Disc. When you were young, you could go to the fucking disc, like the fucking gas station buy a Lightning Disc and throw it and be fine. All right, moving on. We got cream soda. Not a damn soul likes cream soda. We're all kind of surprised that it's still being made. And there's only one brand like that describes that. <laughs> Rico, I'm sorry. Legacy. Maybe not. There Bam, it is. <laughs> all right, that's what let's get branded, guys. I think, right? Legacy's done. That's that that's welcome back, Jay. Tell us what you thought about it. That's that's our fun news segment. It's, we're not going after pros. We're not making our own thing we're, we're going after disc golf brands and i can't wait to see what next ones we do yeah, but you gotta wait for four weeks for that next week we haven't professionalized that i don't know what we're doing yet but <laughs> we'll figure it out but that's gonna leave us off to this week's list of the week list, list of the week presented by disc golf lists Make sure to go check out Disc Golf Lists on Twitter for lists almost daily on various disc golf topics. You get the list, figure out the category. We actually did have a winner last week for last week's list was Longest Active Cast Streak. So we'll be giving out a disc like we said we are going to. We did say it was going to be the first person to answer it. I thought we clarified that over on the podcast, but there was a little bit of something, but... It's all right. Can we on a disc? And then we're actually going to be switching the way we do this just because it was with all the incoming comments. Just we don't want to make any more people angry or have any more controversies. Like we, you know, we don't want to make anyone angry. That's not our goal. So we'll be giving away uh, something every single month. We're going to be doing four lists. And you, you will have to give the answer. Every correct answer you have on the official post will be one name drawn. So you get three of them right. You will get three entries into it. The drawing, it will do a live drawing sometime at the end of each month. This month, what you'll be trying to, or what will be the official prize or whatever you like to say at the end of the drawing for will be 
aside from the US WDGC 2022 06 Elver Park. This is what you the drawing will be at the end of the month. This is what you'll win. So make sure even if you I see someone that I hope it's just not the sign. Huh? Oh, maybe. I guess not. Uh, never mind. We'll discuss it. There might be more. There are, yeah, we, we know we have like a, a four more or whatever to, to do. So we'll come up with a big prize. That's kind of just how we want to do it. Maybe, you know, yes, you're I winning something a little bit bigger. And then, okay. Yes. I get it. So we're building the box. Yeah. Kind of what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, so even, even if you see someone put the right answer already, you are more than welcome to put your drawing in. Try to get as many as you possibly can at the end of the month and get your friends to get more drawings in. And yeah, there you go. That's going to be the new system. When, are we doing multiple? Can I, can I like answer as many times as I want? Or? You only get no, one you, drawing. No, you only get one drawing per list. No, but like, can I answer per list and post, like I five answers? Okay, all right. I got it, it has to be the right answer. You only get it right if it's oh, correct. Man, I can guess a hundred times and hope I, wanna, I get I one right. I want to see the next week. <laughs> well, yeah. But what about if we get it right on the on the podcast? List. Nancy gets it right. Here we go. Oh. Oh. The MPO side, we have in number one, Gannon Burr, Chris Dickerson, Paul McBeth, Matt Orm, Ricky Wysocki, and for the FPO, Owen Scoggins, Kristen Tatar, Missy Gannon, Katrina Allen, Valerie Paduhano. Uh, wow. Does anybody have any? <laughs> Longer uh, time-taking putt. <laughs> no. Um, no, because Valerie's, Valerie's quick. And so is Owen. Owen's really quick, too. Um, who percentage of circle one putting least bogeys? I don't know why that feels right, but least amount of bogeys. Yeah, I, I genuinely have no or least amount of OBs. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. That's where I'm kind of leaning towards. I got no hints right now. Nothing. <laughs> you got no, no, man. Jay's the one that's got to carry this. <laughs> no, he's got nothing on this, huh? No. Yeah, that's where I'm gonna go. I, that's what I'll say. I'll say, man. I kind of want to like phrase it as circle like, two pup percentage. Ooh, yeah, but that, I don't know. If Chris Dickerson would be two, but that's I feel yeah. Like but like, yeah, Chris Dickerson just snuck his way in because he doesn't get many circle two putts. I, I mean, I know Owens one. I don't know if Gannon's one for the MP. He's not for the MPO. I feel. Yeah, probably not. But that's why I'm. That's guess. not a bad guess, though. That's in there. Yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll go like. Yeah. Least amount of OBs or like. Uh, All their PGGA numbers are the same backwards and forwards. And they wouldn't have <laughs> one through five. <laughs> no, because they have to make it a list. I guess. You don't have to number them. Okay. Oh, that's my guess. That one's stumped. If you guys have any guess or want to get your first drawing into this month's giveaway, Make sure to comment on one of the posts or all of them for multiple entries in this week's list. So definitely go head over to any social media platform and go do that. But then we're going to be leaving off you guys with some putting puzzlers. Oh, do we have that? Yeah, we do. Putting <laughs> puzzlers. <laughs> nice. I'm excited for these puzzlers. Ooh, we're drafting the fucking dodgeball team first. All right. Oh, man. We did not know this. Wait, order. is it a snake draft? Yes. Okay, cool. All right. So we're going to do a snake draft. Um, we do have the order. Um, so the, the we're going to do a disc golf draft as in reference to the Pro Bowl. Um, they had a dodgeball event. 
Um, and this is we're gonna do our version of disc golfers on this segment. And we're gonna start it off with a nice little intro. Learn to be true then you've got to learn the five D's of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Master the five D's, no amount of balls on earth can hit you. <laughs> No amount of balls. That, man, that's my childhood right there, guys. That's that's in there. That's, that's my childhood. That's not your childhood. That is not my childhood. I mean, I, it's sad that I look at that time in my life as childhood, but yeah. it's a, I was kind of a grown adult. Um, but yeah, we're going into the dodgeball. So I'm going to go. I got first pick. Yep, nice. I'm going to go oh, with. Oh, yeah, I got last pick. Jefferson got second pick. Okay, so I'm going to go with um, the one who's, I think, form is, like, most natural for the dodgeball game, especially a whip-it forehand style. I'm going to go with Eagle McMahon, who I think would have the most sidearm power throw as a dodgeballer. Definitely bringing the pain. I think with as much baseball background as he has, I think he's pretty much got the whole throwing thing down. Taking Paul McBeth. Who wins, bro? Who wins? Okay. I'm, you really think Paul's going to be out there, like, throwing? Yeah, right. man, yes, I do. The Eagle was a terrible pick. Too. You're crazy. All right, guys. We're building a fucking dodgeball team. You don't think you can throw a baseball. I don't think you can throw a dodgeball. Yeah, yeah. Right. We're building a fucking dodgeball team. And you need personality in dodgeball team. You don't need fucking athleticism. You just need the fucking gumption and personality. Who has that? Who's big as fuck? Big Bird and motherfucker himself. Big Jim is my first pick. Dude, you picked one that's big on a dodgeball D's? team? The five Ds at this ball? The, okay. God, the, biggest target. the biggest dude. Yes. He's also a big personality. He's just, the comments will tell you that my dodgeball team is going to be the best because Big German, like, he just looks like fucking intramural dodgeball was his life in high school, and he fucking dominated. <laughs> that, that's what that personnel, that's what that guy does. No that, that, that's what that guy does. Um, and then for my fucking, because uh, we have to have a female, I'm going to take my female first because I'm worried it's not going to come back to me. Um, I'm going to go with fucking crazy fucking... Hillbilly herself is Cat Merch as my fucking female. <laughs> That's a good wild card. You totally redeemed yourself after the germ Dude. pick. I, I went from like being like, oh, cool. I'm glad Reed has picks back to back. I don't have to worry about my guys going to like, then all of a sudden, Cat Merch, solid pick. She's definitely a. I think it's like, talking, if we're going to be playing dodgeball, you got to go back to people who would actually like have recent experience playing dodgeball. And the only one that has that probably still in gym class is Gannon and Burt. Oh, are you oh fucking kidding me? That is the worst thing. How? I'm going fucking defensive child. You're oh, going to just man. talk about how tall Germ is and then throw Gannon as your next pick? I don't, it has nothing to do with being tall. He's going to be like a little fucking baby, oh, man. man. Oh, man. He might break his shin. Yeah, I don't, is. man. I don't know. That, that, no man, way. You guys are nuts. Eagle, Eagle might make him Dude, cry. Eagle might Burr hit him in the face. Falls for the cry. fucking trick where you throw the ball up and they go to catch it and you hit him in the face. Cannon Burr falls for that trick nah. every single fucking time. <laughs> that and the dude that you don't see is going to be like the least interested in the game. He's going to be on his phone or some shit in the corner too. No. Terrible Gannon pick. Burr's terrible pick. <laughs> terrible terrible wow. pick. All right. So to start off my back-to-back, -back, <laughs> I'm going to go with – KJ USA. That motherfucker's already jumping around for jump putts. You don't think he's not going to be able to dodge any balls coming at him? He's also athletic. He's got a football background. KJ definitely locked in there just on athleticism alone. Good personality pick. That's, that's sure. I, I, I don't give a shit about personality with my dodgeball. Well, then you don't know how to None play of my dodgeball. guys are doing it. You don't know how to play dodgeball. <laughs> dodgeball is all personality. Fucking. Don't worry. Comments are fucking justified. Uh, Comments are like, you're absolutely right. Sure. Let's go feelings nobody talks about without, when it comes to dodgeball. Um, going on the athleticism train, I'm going to go with – I'm going to take Gavin Babcock, NCAA wrestler. Definitely can throw the ball hard, big, and I am guarantee he's probably going to be the best at catching a dodgeball, which is more important than fucking personality. <laughs> so <laughs> Terrible fucking – 
Man, you, you're bad at this game. <laughs> and you went with germ. You, you yeah. had germ. Pick. Neither of us were going to take germ. You Watch didn't have to go germ first. Speaking <laughs> of athleticism. I need to pick my captain first. We could have had like 10 people and nobody would have taken germ. He's the captain <laughs> on my fucking team. He needs to go first. Whatever. Gosh. You're terrible. I think with, with the athleticism to not only dodge, but known to be able to catch my FPL player is going to be Ella Hansen. That's a good one. That's solid. All right. She's um, going to really try to. <laughs> fuck. She's a gamer. Wild cards. Wild cards on my team all day. Uh, Nicola Castro. <laughs> Sign him up. Check. Okay. I think, hey, is your team sponsored by Ben Gay? Because they're up there, bro. <laughs> they are up there. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're gonna be all creaky, man. I'm not worried about your team. I I, I like how you, like they're all. I have Cat Merch, who's younger than anybody on your team. Yeah, we're dynamic though now. Yeah, I mean, they're broken up, dude. They're not gonna be able to get yeah, along. That's more more fucking hatred. It's gonna be. Fucking, they're gonna translate it to each other. It's nice. gonna be great. Um, and then shit. Uh, Simon the Zot. Ooh, as as my last pick, like I don't I, know. I need the chill, motherfucker. My my whole team's fucking in your face, fucking, and then there's just Simon Lazat sniping people from the back. Just that, like fucking Nico's running to the line, fucking whipping balls. Simon Lazat's just fucking dropping dimes on people, fucking from, from the back court line. I gotcha. I, I feel I, like my team, that one's interesting. I don't know how Simon would be on the court. He's very so I think he's going to be fine. I know how someone would be on the course, but on the court? I'm in the court. I have That's no idea. Nice. Sorry. True. I feel like I have a lot of my bases covered on my dodgeball team, except I need someone to that I know will be able to catch a ball to get players back in. Going with the person who played football for Harvard, Nate Perkins. Ooh. Solid pick. Just on catching alone. That's a solid pick. Sneaky good pick. Sneaky good play. Is he still a disc golf player, though? Sure, he's a disc golfer. I'd say. I'll allow it. I don't know though. I'm just saying. He's about to make the uh, biggest news in the offseason for whoever he signs for. So just wait. I don't think you guys are gonna take either of my next two, so I'm gonna get. Well, it doesn't matter. Oh because... yeah, I'm back to back. I'm sorry. You're right. Um, so I'm gonna go Holland Hanley, probably the pound for pound most power in the FPO, in my opinion. Um, definitely gonna throw the hardest. What? And, I'm going to go with another sneaky pick. So this one um, is – ooh, what is that? Anybody else picking that up? I got it. Um, okay, so I'm going to go with a sneaky pick in Emerson Keith. A, he's small. B, you know he's been dodging dodgeballs for his whole time since he was in grade school. So that's going to be locked in also. So he's been around it. Emerson Keith. He's going to be that dude that's, that's like the last Jan one that's that Jan nobody can hit. That's that another, nobody can hit. He's going to be that last dude that jumps around and like everybody gets no, worn he, out. He, he's, he's, he's hit first. No way. Yeah. Zero chance. Zero chance of that. Man. Swiss, you took Eagle number one. I'm going to basically pick, have the same pick except I'm picking it around five. AB. That's a pretty decent one. Yeah. And they're both homeschooled. Yeah, Eagles homeschool. You know, fucking, fucking boom, terrible first pick. You see that arm action? It terrible matter. first pick. Yeah, because he was groomed to be a disc golfer oh, with man. the best whip out of anybody in the game. Man, all right, like all my picks are still there. I can go Nate Sexton, Greg Barsby. I can go fucking Aunt Goose Gossage. I can go fucking Garrett Gersey. Fucking all those better picks you got. I'm, nah, I may give you a Gossage on the list, but I got none of those others. Uh, I'm going with... Another fucking personality, another person that would be fucking just ready for fucking dodgeball, Eric Oakley. Eric Oakley's gonna be ready to play. He's gonna fucking play his heart out. I think my team like just sweeps, and like I didn't go for like the big names, the big story. I went for people that just fucking take people out and fucking write <laughs> out fucking names. Boom. No chance. Bro. No chance. Just because I didn't fucking go go with the fucking big name, you wanna know who we didn't pick? Fucking 
trash fucking Calvin Heinberg because he'd be trash as a fucking sport too. All right, let's go to the next puzzler. <laughs> oh, wait, damn. I want to trade one of my people out. I came up with a good one. Who's what? that? <laughs> I was going to put Brody on my, for my personality. Personality? Bro, I don't think it's Also, I would read knows now. I know, I know what read means now. All right, yeah. moving on to the next puzzler. You get six discs. Each has to be from a different manufacturer. What's your bag minus your putting putter? Boom. Uh, this was a Swiss idea. So how about Swiss starts off? Um, so I'm going to go with Barry as my mid-range. Um, it's probably been a mainstay in my bag, and I will knock off Clash off my list. Are we, are we just going one at a time? Or are we going to... Uh, that's what I kind of thought, but no, we can. I can go through my whole bag, sure. Right. Um, so I went with Barry first, obviously. Um, next, I'm going to need the forehand approach, so I'm bringing the yarn with Castaplast along that line. Sticking with another fairway driver, I went with Felon. Probably they're going to be the least thrown out of my six, but it's there just in case I need it. I was presuming I didn't know the course that I was throwing, so that's why it's in the bag. Um... I also went with my fairway driver. I went with a Shadow Fax in Prodigy. Um, I think it's up there as one of my best fairways, but it's also like the other brands were taken, so it kind of just won out in that respect. Can't go on the course without a Mamba, so um, Mamba covers Innova. And then I'll also throw in the Hades for my other distance driver. So a little more stable version of a... Uh, Driver, very well rounded bag, I would kind of say. You want to go, JK, or do you want me to go? I can, I can take it. Ah, cool. Starting with my throwing putter, I'm gonna go with the link in Disc Mania. That was pretty much a uh, last minute decision to add Disc Mania to the lineup. And then my other throwing slash kind of my all forehand approach is gonna be done with the yarn and cast blast. Then for my mid-range, I'm going to go with the Buzz in Discraft, which I've actually like really been enjoying lately, which is really weird to say. Then Soda from Clash Discs for any other understable shots and kind of flip up and down the fairways. To complement that, the T-Bird 3, kind of just stable, controllable, down the fairway shots. And finally, with Infinite Discs, the Pharaoh as my main distance driver. Well, the best part about Jays is they'll probably switch in about two weeks. It can be whatever you want to be, man. We're, we're going to branch off with yours. The Infinite Pharaoh is also in my bag. That That's one of my – I can just throw anytime, and it's going to do what I need it to do. Um, my long distance, the one that I can just unload and throw the fire, this will be my Loft Orium. Um, I will also be throwing my Anova Groove, of course, and – uh, instead of the Excalibur from Anova, I'm going to be throwing my Lone Star Warbird. Just kind of taking the, over that Excalibur role. doesn't have as much skip out on the ground as the Excalibur, but it's perfectly fine. Um, I will do Clash and have my cookie. Thoroughly enjoying it. Upshots. When I don't use the Groove, I can use the Clash. And I will be bringing a backhand disc. MVP and my backhand disc. Interesting. Wild card throw at the backhand desk. Yeah, I, I, just in case I need it. And, and it's it's a good long distance putter, too. So I enjoy it. True. Moving on, then we have Zombie Apocalypse. Which professional disc golfer do you think survives the longest? Man, I remember having an answer, but I've lost it, Red. What do you got? Um, I guess you can go a couple of ways. Like, you could go fucking Paul Macbeth because he has the most money and he probably has a fucking... He's got a bunker, right? Yeah, he's he definitely has, he got, like, a bunker, bunker, bunker fucking, somewhere. He just then he's like in the, yeah, he's in the But water. if you're thinking that, too, why not Brody? Yeah. Yeah, but I think... I think if there's a zombie apocalypse... Paul McBeth's going in the bunker. Brody's not going in the bunker. Ooh, Brody's going, okay. Let's go play zombies! Yeah! <laughs> um, okay. And you can, go with, you can also go with, like, the Eagle McMahon or, like, the James Conrad, the people that just can live off nothing and just fucking 
fucking just forage and be fine with life. Um, I feel like sneaky pick for that too, though. Ezra lived in his Prius, big as fuck. He's taking out zombies. That's not a bad pick. He Ezra. lives on beans. Yeah, Bang. he doesn't need it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Ezra? I mean, that, I convinced myself. Yeah, Ezra is a pretty solid pick. I'm pretty like, man. I think like the man. If I was gonna say like who's most prepared to be like a doomsday prepper, character um, He's man. He might be there. That's like, like, that, that's a whole different. I kind of initially wanted to say like that's Cat like, Merch definitely has like doomsday a, a bug out bag or some shit. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I don't. I still don't think she. she she survives that long. Like, um, I think that, because I think she does have her bug out bag, but she's also fucking adventurous. I kind of want to go, like, with a pro that, like, is in the middle of nowhere. So I think, like, Ganon might last a little bit just because he's in Iowa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, like, not, like, that populated of an area. So, yeah, those are kind of my... Girthy's gonna like just hunker down with his beef jerky factory yeah, I, and like, like live forever. Like if it was, it like, might be Girthy. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Girthy can do it. Like I think like if it was, like if they knew it was gonna happen, I could see Girthy being like, sure, yeah, let's set shit up. But if it just be like all of a sudden, boom, zombies. I don't know, man. My my person who's done gone first is definitely Drew Gibson though. Mason, that dude, that dude's going down real Mason quick. Ford. Like he's gonna be at like a basketball game or some shit, like stunting on some fuckers and like just get murder wrecked by like three zombies. Mason Ford, that's my pick too. <laughs> Mason Ford's a weird one. That's another one, sneaky like Texas. Like man, you don't know. Like those dudes are probably like armed up, Draft like, up maybe yeah. even like an Emerson. The Keith. only reason like, Mason Ford survives is because of Valerie's family. That's the only reason Mason Ford survives. Like if, it was, if they if they fucking break up, Mason Ford's fucking first one dead. But fucking Valerie and her her family will keep Mason Ford alive. Maybe. Alright, the last puzzler I have, probably Beth put out a thing on Instagram talking about playing eight temporary courses this year. Is this starting to become more of a problem, or is this just the new wave of professional disc golf? Is these weekend courses where it's not really open to the public; it's just for professionals. I hope not. It's lame. I mean, I think if it, if done when it's done properly, it's not bad. Like you know what I mean when it's competitive. That, that's that's me. That's making stuff like. I just don't like it because it's, like, it's just not. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like a genuine disc golf course. Then, yeah, your photo is like probably one of the most recognized courses. That's a temporary course. Yeah, just like lame on night. tour, right? On tour, period. Yeah, like, and I love, yeah, and I love the Eureka, but it's like by the end of the day, you have to tell someone that's not even a disc golf course. It's like it's kind of weird. I get it. I understand it, and that one's like more unique because like it's. You know what I mean? There are a few of the holes, but not many. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, but, yeah, man, I, I, I don't mind it. As long as it's, it's adding competition and adding better disc shots, um, we do it on the course all the time. Doesn't everybody, like, go to any course that they've gone to the first time and said, oh, this hole would be better if they did this or if they had this? What's wrong with it? I'm making it the most professionalized. Yeah, but that's a whole different um, thing. It's taking an already made course and changing. Yeah, but we're also talking about like just a professional game. It's like it doesn't really affect. Well, the thing I like about when people go do that, they change it. I think that that's like those changes that go into the course like for the future. And that's why like I love that like it's part of like the professional scene is growing the local scene and it all is like helping each other out. Like that's just like to me like what the disco culture like represents yeah. and. It's you're taking class. that away, and you're like separating the two. Yep. Because, like, man, I don't know if you guys. I know Swiss. You said you watched the Simon thing. I don't know if you did read it. I don't know if anyone listening right now watched the Simon thing. The first ten minutes or so, absolute banger. After that, whatever. But oh, that that so course good. that they did, that's like my dream course that they talked about. I can't think. Yeah, they, have, they have gravel tea pad. How is it a dream course with gravel fucking tea pad? Bro, because 
it's a disc golf course that has lore, bro. It's just like the depth of culture, just like within the course and like this. I don't care. Like I, that, I'm fine with that. Hey, watch this. Wear fucking shoes. I don't know. That's gross. Especially if I have your home course. Gross. I was so upset about that. Oh my. I love how the barefooter takes that as the only takeaway. You're talking how bad temporary courses are, but this is a course that nobody's going to. Yep. Like it's only open one time a year, or if you're randomly invited. Like this is like, and uh, the only like, I see what you're saying, and like the only re- like yeah, it goes back to like the history, like it because to me it feels like when you. Are creating the disc golf a disc golf course for professionals to play. You're doing it so for like the commercialization and for profit for like the professional side. This it's like literally just like from the history of like all the professional disc golfers that grew up there, all the people that continue with the low PDGA numbers. Like that was a big like thing that he touched on. Like the the guy had a four digit PDGA number that's been going here for years that would like dedicate his life and like they would bring all these big people like Jeff Spriggs who now owns the DGP is the CEO of the DGPT they grew up playing in there and you gotta hear all of those stories and then you know going out and like having perfect like Simon go and have be a part of like all that like that's like the part of disco that I love yeah it's a cool it's concept all, like don't get yeah. me wrong like I texted these guys when I watched it I was like yeah we need rich we need rich disc golf friends <laughs> like what I gotta learn from this lesson like cause it's a cool concept, but man, that guy hosts the tournament, puts up his own money, feeds him. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's that's the thing. It's not, it's not even like a. It's like it is a tournament, but it's like just like a, yeah, but it's like it's like a full on disc golf event. And I like the whole thing where like they talked about where it's like you can just show up and then he just decides, you know what, three disc golf me today, guys. It's like that's just like it's just like funny or it's like dope. Yeah, Let's just like wild. do it. The cool concept. I kind of like the inter. It was a very interesting show. I will say, yeah, it did drag towards the end. Like, oh, right. once it was like not about the disco part, like, I just, and I just wasn't really interested in like the whole. I, I didn't. I did not finish it. I still I haven't finished. Neither I did I. I like, up, and then I was watching the beer stuff, and I slowly got you know, like, I'm like, man, this is. And and Simon has like a really monotone voice and real freaking. A little bit. Yeah. It's, it, so I just kind of. The the second one dropped today, guys. If you there's another one. Yeah, it's every week. Man. Yeah. It's, it's oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a one-off thing. That's dope. <laughs> Maybe. Wait, are they gonna go to like a bunch of different like underground disc golf things? Is like, that that be amazing? No, oh, it's oh. like weird cultural stuff. I think. Yeah. Like, Damn. It's called disc it's golf. It's gonna stuff. be like yeah. fucking Anthony Bourdain fucking disc golf. Yeah, that's the oh, way I kind of took it. Yeah. Interesting. All right, I did have one last thing that I just wanted to bring up on the officially on the podcast because uh, we've been doing it everywhere else. Swiss Energy and I are going to be going to the Las Vegas Challenge to do a little bit of disc golf media over there, fully on disc golf world. So if you do want to support, a simple like, follow, and share on everything we do, including this podcast, goes a long way. Check out the new disc golf merch. That's a kind of been in the link of everywhere. If you want to support Kirby's Disc Golf World, we have specific Kirby's Disc Golf World merch. Especially if you see like the cartoon thing down below. If you're watching the video, we have shirts with that and our logo on it. So there's a bunch of stuff over there. If you have a disc golf business, if you want to advertise, sponsor DG content coming up with the LVC, send us a message. We can hopefully set something up. Or if you have an idea, let's make it a reality in Disc Golf World. That's pretty much I have everything to say in this podcast. Do you guys have anything? No, man. I'm excited for LVC, man. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. going to be a real blast. Yeah, so if you're going to be there too, let us know. Maybe we can do something. Hook up. Not like that. That sounded weird. All right. <laughs> we're going to off on that. Peace. Hopefully, see you in the next one.